0: Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Best Got Beat, episode 15. My name is Luke Hatfield and I am joined by a man who's just won
1: £80 on the horses. I have. Joe Massey. Absolutely delighted. 1.30 start for the podcast, I delayed it so I could watch the first race at Cheltenham. Um, and my horse has come in, I can't even pronounce it. Go Di- on, give us a go. Diffie du Suel. Oh
0: yeah, good horse
1: Good horse at, um, mm. that's my pronunciation. Um... Did, uh, yeah, twenty quid on that, on the little offer that's currently c- running with Skybet My missus would not be happy. She absolutely hates gambling. Oh, but you've so, you've just won sixty yeah, quid. Yeah, I know. But yeah, she won't be happy. But she won't find out about that. She won't listen to this podcast. Ish. Don't don't tell her when we go to that thing next week.
0: I will. I will be. The, it'll be the first thing on my lips, mate. No, yeah, don't say that. I'll do it. I'll do it on the microphone.
1: Um, so yeah, I'm happy.
0: Very good. Eighty
1: quid in my pocket. Very pleased. Not bad, that is it. I'm oh, pleased, mate. I'm pleased. Yes, very good. Very 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 rare. I win at, uh Betting. I'm rubbish at betting to be honest not very not not, really good at it so that's made my day
0: not one it's a free bet from Sky clearly not although you can use any other good betting provider I'm, I'm sure we should say uh, decent week for you decent week yeah wow. been up too much been a lot of football haven't there other than work
1: uh, no no I've not really been up so much other than work
0: not playing the PlayStation Classic or the NES Classic no
1: I haven't been on it for a while really I haven't been on it for a while no family life mate that's what happens when you have a baby you'll find us out one day Cool. I basically just work, look after my little one sleep. That's the rock and roll lifestyle I lead now. Oh, yeah. Got a work experience, lad, haven't we?
0: Oh, yeah. Speak up for the microphone. Just introduce yourself. I'm Chris. Chris. Chris joined us at the Banks' the other day, didn't he?
1: He did. He sort got his first... Was that your first visit to the bank, Yeah, uh,
2: Second. Second. Uh, I watched him against Burton. They beat Burton a few years back. I think
1: it was 2-1. Oh, back in the promotion chasing days. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. Good times. Um, yes, yeah, so we have got workies, yeah, and that's no—that's been my week, mate. We've oh, a, football, football, football. Had
0: a lot of workies recently, haven't we? We've have had a lot, yeah, yeah. yeah. How yeah. do we? How do we rate Chris so far? Uh,
1: he's steady. Chris is pretty steady. Yeah, he's all right. We've had some shockers, to be fair. Absolute shockers. <laughs> you do get some very uh, questionable. Had some good ends, but that's... we've had some shockers, yeah.
0: Anyway, let's let's talk football, shall we? And is that
1: banter section over? Banter section is, is that, over. I told you I didn't feel very bantery today.
0: Yeah, you, d- you did say that, although um, you were on about pronunciation. We've got a very interesting game of pronunciation coming up later. Okay. Um, which is which is Walsall-based, so you know that'll, that'll be one for all the listeners to enjoy and probably join along in if they're driving all the way up to Sunderland.
1: Yeah, perfect time this podcast, isn't it? Oh, it's yeah. Sunderland.
0: Yeah, but um, as always, Joe, we'll run through the previous games and you're going to give me a scoreline on how you rated the Saddlers in those games. So it's been two weeks since our last podcast. The first game following then uh, was... Burton nil, Walsall nil.
1: Else, we've got quite a few games to get through. Yeah, three. Um, Burton nil, Walsall nil. Walsall really, really unlucky. Very, very tight game. Uh, nothing in it. First half was, I mean, it's one of them. Do you know what I mean when I say this? Like, it was nil nil. Nothing happened. I love those type of games. People will, a lot of people will say they're boring.
0: They are boring.
1: But I love them. I love them when they're like a proper battle. Do you know what I mean? They're, real, they're like games of chess. Like It's really teams sussing each other out. There's not a lot of goal malfunction, but it's just because all like all the players are just battling and it's really tactical. I really enjoy that kind of game. Um, so it's nil. And that's what it was like first half, nil-nil. It pretty much stayed like that after the break, um, but Wolves still had two big chances. Mm. Um, Matt Jarvis hit the inside... Sit aside, netting it was one of them where, depending on where you were in the ground, you thought it was in. Um, Raheem
0: Sterling, soccer England. How many
1: years ago now was that? Oh, I can remember that chance, but I can't even remember what game it was in. It was Italy in the World Cup, wasn't it? Was it? Yeah,
2: that first game, was it the 2014 one?
1: What was that? I remember good it was from experience, like... experience, knowledge, yeah, like come up trumps that. That's he's good, he's work. This good work. No, no, yeah, That's he's good good line. work. Yeah, yeah we,
0: we didn't plan that before either. He's just come out with that knowledge. Yeah, that good knowledge. Good knowledge. Um, no, because he took it from like 35 yards and I thought, oh my God, he's gone in. Uh, it was the weirdest one because it looked like it at the back of the net and even just dropped flat down. But um, Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, go, continue, yeah. continue.
1: And then then Josh Gordon's had a really good chance. Header... Uh, Keeper made a great save. Um, Burton's keeper. So yeah, like Wolves had the two best chances of the game. They definitely, if the first half was 50-50, they shaded the second. It was sort of like 55-45 really. Still very, very tight. But Wolves created the better chances. Probably should have won it on a day, but it's a good point really. I think Burton are a really, really good side. I think if I'm being honest, they've underachieved a little bit.
0: Mm. Um, drop a, down from the championship yeah I think they
1: struggled to adapt to that relegation they took them time to adapt to be back in League 1 but they're a very good to, uh, to be honest I think they'll be up there next year I think they'll be playoff contenders next year So, um, I'd, a,
0: I'd agree with you I think that's a decent point I think you take that yeah, if take you offered that. it before Ron, you'd take it take it yeah Richard Fletcher was there with you decent
1: Ah, oh, he is he's a good lad isn't he he's a good lad he is a good lad Yeah, new video journalist yeah he enjoyed it I think yeah, he's. Yeah.
0: he's he, I mean, he had nothing but good words to say about you, mate.
1: Oh, that's nice, isn't that? Yeah, yeah nice boy. I like him.
0: Yeah, decent. All right, give me a scoreline from that Saddlers' performance. Seven. Seven for yeah. a nil-nil.
1: Yeah, I think it was a very good. They were a the better team. It was away from home. I think it was a good performance. i do
0: Decent. All right. The second game, which I'm sure you're going to give like an 11 out of 10 now. If you if you're giving it a seven for a nil-nil. Warsaw two, Fleetwood nil. Um, Doing what? the business second time of asking because the first game I mentioned this before. Watched it on the box. Should have won. They've gone and done the business now, aren't
1: they? Uh, gone and done the business, mate. Yeah, they've gone and done the business. It was... Um, yeah, it was yeah, I mean, like that, that was very, very... very I, the word I keep using to describe it is routine. I thought it was a routine victory. To be honest, I didn't think Walsall had to get out of, like, fourth gear. They certainly have to go to fifth gear for it. Um, I thought it was comfortable. Um, mm. I thought... it's In a way, it was similar to the Burton game. It was very, very tight in the first half. Um but we also created the chance after the interval, they scored the goals um, and it was just, it was, to be honest, it was like a pleasure to watch because I, I never really once thought they were in any danger. I mm. always kind of fancied them to go on and win the game and when, when the run they've been on the position they're on the table, it's not very often you can say that. Um, but I thought Fleetwood offered very, very little. Um, they've got some good players, Ash Hunter, Paddy Madden, Ched Evans, um, but I thought Walsall strolled it really.
0: Joe Barn weren't happy then no
1: don't think he was. No, he said before the game they had to win to have any chance of getting into the playoffs. Um, I think most people thought that was beyond them anyway, but he admitted afterwards. He came out straight away afterwards and said, no, that's it. Um, we're not going to make the playoffs. So he wasn't happy, but um, yeah, they're just, it's weird really because they're just stuck in the table and they're one of the few teams. So you look at League One table now, and I think there's like three teams, maybe two teams you can say categorically are going to be in a division next year. Um,
0: nothing to play for.
1: Nothing to play for. Fleetwood and Burton probably, they are the two. Because um, everyone else, Coventry, Blackpool, they they'll still think they can really in the playoffs and literally everyone else is in the relegation scrap, aren't they? So yeah. Um Yeah, yeah, very very comfortable win. Nine out of ten performance, I'd say. Nine Fleetwood.
0: out of ten? yeah. Oh wow, you you've preempted my questions here as well. Scar and Ferrier both on the score sheet as well. Good yeah. to see Ferrier scoring because he, you know he's not been quite the player i think many people were hoping to start the season
1: yeah and we well, started so well didn't we that was the thing i mean he looked i mean he looked a hell of a sign when he first arrived mm. and then since then he's he's, he's been he, he's just not got the goals there's no doubt he's just not got the goals i think that goal against fleet was his first goal from open play since september it's a long uh, time ago it's uh, that. a long time and oxford um that was a, he scored at oxford but he has scored a penalty um, but no from open play it's a long old time long old time for a striker he's a bit it's a bit of a funny one I'm not 100% sure where his best position is now I don't know if he's cutting in off the left Mm. or whether he is that central striker or what I, I just think Look, the talent's there, isn't it? He wasn't at Arsenal for so long. He didn't leave Arsenal for Nottingham Forest. Mm. With, I mean, he's just got ability. He's very, very. He's just harnessing that and getting him, getting him to be the best player he can be. But that's what that's why Walcott we'll bought him, and that's what they're trying to get out of him. He's he's very much still a work in progress, I think.
0: Yeah, and Scar obviously getting a goal as well. A lot of um, fans, I think, agreeing with your notion that when he first came in, it would take him a couple games to settle in. You spoke to people from previous clubs, and he seems to have settled in the same kind of way, doesn't he?
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely got better of every game. He was unlucky on Tuesday against Portsmouth. We'll get to that in a minute, but mm. um, yeah, he, he made he made a mistake against Portsmouth. But up until that point, I do genuinely believe he's got better of every game, um, and I think that's perfectly reasonable. It's like I think we've on the podcast before, like. He, He's never played League One football before. When yeah. you take the first half of the season, he was barely playing football. He's at, he's at Blues under twenty three. He's playing games for them, but we all know what it's—it's it's like, for one of a better expression, it's pathetic, ticky tacker, isn't it? It's yeah. just so uncompetitive, and there's no pressure on the ball, and it's completely different to playing in League One. And he'd never played at the level before, and. Speaking to people when he joined Starbridge, it took him a couple of games to step up. Speaking to people at Wickham, it took him a couple of games to step up and now he's come into League One. I think it's taken him a couple of games to step up again. But he's done it now. I think he has done it now. I think he looks he looks I mean he is a, a no nonsense defender. Mm. There's no two ways about that. I mean when he when he pushes it for when he pumps it forward it tends to go a long, long way. Yeah. Um but to be honest, I think Walsall need a bit of that. They're in a battle. They're in a fight. They have to clear their lines. They've been guilty of not clearing their lines too often this season. Um, Yeah, he's he's, he's, he's doing well. He's doing well. It looks like next season, fingers crossed, in League One, of course, he'll be a very steady centre-back.
0: So we're 9 out of 10 for that one. And the game which comes most recently, uh, Warsaw 2, Portsmouth 3. We had a little bit of a chuckle before the game or as the game started about Brett Pittman saying, oh, he looks like he's put on a bit of weight. And then, of course, he goes and... Um, I wouldn't say bosses the game, but he has he has a big impact, doesn't he, as, as Portsmouth get away with three points.
1: He was, allowed, he was allowed to have a big impact, um, mm-hmm. this is the bottom line. Uh, I don't know what you thought. I thought there was... In my opinion, nothing in the game. I thought it was two very evenly matched teams. I thought Portsmouth... I thought Portsmouth, when they were on the ball... You could tell they had a bit more quality than we did. I mean, I like I like Jamal Lowe. I think he's a really good player. Quick. Um, quick. I like Pittman. Who's ever at front? Omar Bogle looked... I mean, like, he looked a cut above really. Mm. Um, they looked in possession. I thought they looked better than we did. But I think over the course of the, of the game, there was very, very little separating the sides. Fort Warsaw probably worked harder. They pressed better. At, when they moved the ball well at times... <laughs> Personally, I think a draw was a fair result, but Wolves have just shot themselves in the foot three times. I mean, the penalty is ridiculous. I just don't know what Morgan Ferry is thinking. Why? Put, I mean, he just doesn't even. He does. Not only does he not need to push him, he doesn't even need to touch him. He doesn't even yeah. need to have an arm on him. It's just. It's it's completely, given them a one nil head start. Um, against a team that A has got quality and B had won one in ten league games before that game Yeah, you think they're not going to be high on confidence they, 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 they probably know Portsmouth they're going to finish fourth now mm. they, they, they probably know Automatic's is beyond them so they're not going to be in a great place mentally um, and you just think why on earth has he done that why on earth has he done that second goal that Dan Scars made a mistake. I think a bit. Un- um, he was a bit unlucky because it was windy. Very windy. Um, it Tough was. one to judge. Yeah, I think he should have done better with that. But it was windy. And then the third one. The third one. He can't even legislate for it. I mean, Walsall are throwing bodies forward. Fair play, Portsmouth have broken. But George Dobson said afterwards, except when Walsall were throwing men forward, they didn't get cut open. Yeah. It was only when they were committing men and taking risks they got cut open. So. And they've gone on and scored boom three nil down and come back to three two. Um I think there's so many positives to take from it. Um but yeah, it's just I think it's a real shame. It would have been fantastic to get a point, um, against Portsmouth.
0: It would have. And I tell you what, it was a spirited display because at three 0 down Warsaw could have quite easily thrown the towel in. But they didn't. Um John Guthrie's popped up and I mean, I left the ground before the second one went in, but I mean, it's a spirit of display, which is something to take positive from, isn't it?
1: Yeah, you didn't leave because you wanted to get home. early, did you, you left because you had to do fans I had videos. I Should fans. point that out because I can't stand people who leave early. I think that's bang out of order. Oh yeah, I'm not a fan uh, of it. Unless you've got like kids or something, then I think you're allowed to go. But
0: I don't buy it. But not half the fun is is wait waiting in the traffic on the way home.
1: Oh, uh, that's not, is it?
0: It is when you got you need family time.
1: Um, but yeah, I don't. But yeah, you left for work reasons, so that's excusable. But um, yeah, I didn't cave in, didn't cave in. It's all. I don't know if you've got. I don't know if you'll get to this this later, but I'll say it now. So we're in a position where I almost think words mean nothing now in League One. Like, I can say what I want, Dean Keats can say what he wants, the players can say what he wants. It's all irrelevant, really. It's all about what happens on a Saturday because the league table is so tight and anyone can go down. So I genuinely believe anyone from 12th to 24th is capable of going on a five-game unbeaten run mm. the problem is anyone from 12 to 24th is capable of going on a five game winless run um, so anyone can go down absolutely anyone can go down and it's to quote Dean King's all season has banged on about momentum and confidence and belief and that's all where I think we are now like I think anything could happen anything could happen so Walsall have got we've lost to the Portsmouth they've got a horrific run of games coming up Sunderland, obviously, at the weekend. Barnsley after that. Doncaster, though. Well, I don't think Doncaster's quite as tough as people are making out. Mm. Um, they've just got to keep the belief. Because even if they lose at Sunderland, and even if they lose against Barnsley, they've just got to remember what they've been doing in the last three games and how well they've played. Because if they play like that, they're going to be absolutely fine. There's yeah. no doubt about it. They will be fine. I just don't want them to like lose that belief, lose that confidence, get sort of because that is what they did lose it didn't they they yeah. lost it and we all know what happened they lost 8 out of 9 they lost 5 in the spin they don't have to be that side like they can they are more than good enough to like push on and get results from the last 7-8 games even if they don't beat Sunderland and Barnsley there's no shame in losing Sunderland and Barnsley um, but fingers crossed they will get results from those two games and then keep that momentum going into the last seven or eight.
0: Mm. Do you think, because you touched on it, the games against Burton and Fleetwood, do you think they were helped by the fact that they were playing teams with very little to play for?
1: I think potentially with Burton, yeah. Um, Yeah, and probably with Fleetwood. Yeah, probably, yeah. Probably, you'd have to argue that. Mm. I think Burton are in a bit of a sticky... They've struggled at home of late. I think the last win at home was on Boxing Day.
0: Um, Good knowledge if you've got it.
1: uh, I think that is right. So they have struggled at home a little bit. And yeah, they didn't have anything to play for. There's no doubt about it. They didn't. Um, and Fleetwood, as much as Barton was trying to big it up and saying they've got a shot in the playoffs, I don't, no one really believed that. So I think it did out them. Um, but yeah, they still played very, very well.
0: Yeah. Give me a score um, line then, Joe, for that last one.
1: Portsmouth. Yeah. Six. I don't think three individual errors are bad. Mm hmm. But they played well overall, I'd say.
0: I think second half, particularly they—I mean, before the third goes in, I thought they were they were knocking on the door. They just didn't really have the cutting edge.
1: Yeah, that was it, wasn't it?
0: They just—they were—they were were pumping balls into the box, almost expecting someone like an Andy Cook there. But they obviously didn't have Cook um, for that one. But they were just, as as you said, I think you described it as hopeful. I think it was hopeful.
1: Yeah, that's right. I did say to that, didn't I? Yeah, Mm. it felt hopeful rather than. Yeah,
0: there was no in, like they weren't putting balls into the box, aiming for someone. They were hoping someone would get on the end of it. Yeah,
1: it did have that feel to it, didn't it? It lacked, it lacked a bit of quality and it lacked a bit, lacked a bit of cutting edge. But then that is what Andy Cook brings to that squad, isn't mm. it? So it's difficult, difficult.
0: It is, but we'll do our hot and not now, Joe. The first hot okay. is uh, is Josh Gordon again.
1: He's very hot, isn't he?
0: He is very hot. Very hot. Yeah. You wouldn't want to touch
1: him right now. No. You'd risk. You'd risk. Risk a blister. Um. He is very hot. I'm so pleased for him. Um. He's done really, really well. I think like, it's ballsy. Am I allowed to say that? Yeah. I'm allowed to say ballsy, aren't yeah, you I? You can say ballsy. Like, I love. I love the fact that he's proper stepped up. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. he's Cook suspended, goes off against Bradford we're in trouble we've lost our top scorer we've lost our talisman we've lost our outlet like i mean we were we were all panicking let's be honest oh yeah i was um, worried um and gordon's just gone no like i'm just going to take over this responsibility i'm just going to shoulder this mantle and he's done it and he's been brilliant and he works so hard we've always said he works hard we've always said that it's just been we just want him to score more goals really which is a bit a bit harsh but strikers are judged on goals at the end of the day yeah um but he got those two against Bradford. He was so unlucky against Burton. Um, yeah, I think he's just done really, really well. Really pleased for him. Mm,
0: good. Good for him. Um, do you reckon he, he's going to keep Cookie out the side or do you reckon they you've got to play him together?
1: I think you've got to play him together. I think Cookie walk, walks in for me. Mm. and that's. But but Josh Gordon absolutely deserves to keep his place. So I think it'll be interesting to see what Keats does. I'd be tempted to... Have Cookie back through the middle on Saturday and then push. I'd keep. I probably keep the 4 3 3 mm. and I would have Gordon on the left um, of the three. Ismail on the right, Gordon on the left, and um, obviously Cookie in the middle. I think there's a chance he'll go to four-four-two with Cook and Gordon up front and maybe bring Blackett Taylor in on the left because I thought he looked really lively.
0: Yeah, he did look good. Comes um, from a good club too. It
1: comes from a good club, yeah. yeah. Story and Stays, Express and Star, plug, um, saying, so, keep admitting that. Blackett Taylor's giving him food for thought for the weekend. So, yeah, I think I think you've got to bring Cook in. You've got to bring him back in. He's a goal threat. He scores all different types of goals. He's good in the air. Look, we don't want to knock it long. We want mm. to play like we have been playing since he's been out of the team. But if we are 1-0 up on, with 10 minutes to go on Saturday, or if we were 1-1 with 10 minutes to go on Saturday, then we just need to clear our lines. Andy Cook's going to hold up the ball, isn't he? bring others into play, win headers, win knock-ons. To me, he's too important and to me, he starts.
0: Right, the not. Um, discuss them, individual errors. The penalty is unforgivable for me.
1: Unforgivable, yeah. unforgivable
0: oh, Unforgivable. Um, yeah. And maybe that's a little bit harsh. But it's, it's not it's not I'm giving away that penalty in, in the position that Ferrier is in. But Dan Scott, I did, as, as I said, I felt bad for him because it was a windy night. I think if you're playing in clear conditions, which both teams are handling these conditions by the way I'm not using it as an excuse I think in clear conditions he deals with that
1: yeah I agree yeah. I think he would I think but he would
0: errors story of the season
1: stories of the season yeah hopefully it's a one-off because it looks like they sort of turned the corner a little bit with those individual errors um, I, I sort of like I don't know if it's I, I try to ask Keats about it I so probably didn't ask it in a very good way but I think it's interesting that the Burton game and the Sunderland game very little not Sunderland Burton and Fleetwood. Mm. Very little happened in the first half. And I, I think that is not necessarily like tactical, but I think Walsall conceded a hell of a lot of goals early on. Uh, earlier in the season, I mean, the, the, the amount of goals they conceded in the first 15 minutes against was ridiculous. So I think they're making. The early, I think they're trying to grow into games more. Mm. King, I mean, King, so many times post-match, you had to say, they didn't give themselves a chance of winning the game or taking anything from the game because they were 1-0 down or 2-0 down within 20 minutes or whatever. So I think that is a bit of a ploy by Walsall, just to keep things tight in the early stages, even in the first half. And they do tend to naturally play better in the second half anyway. So... I think if Arsenal can get to every game... I'd be happy if Arsenal were nil-nil in every game at half-time this season now, to yeah. be honest. And I'd, I'd back them in the second half to go on. I think that's a good way of doing it. Look, that's why that Ferrier thing's so ridiculous. Um, because... They actually
0: started quite well I, I thought, thought. well,
1: I thought. Categorically, before that penalty, they were the better team. Um, and then they've given away... It's just ridiculous. Um, and then there, there's some mountains to climb, isn't it? And they've conceded another yeah. early goal, and it's this was' it looked like it was a, a mistake the wolves would make when they're in their poor run, mm. and they're not in that poor run anymore. They've turned the corner. They have got out of it. So, if it was like a, like a, I don't know. Even if it was a sliding tackle, or if it was just if it, if it was something where you can think, oh, well, I can see why you had to make that challenge, or just something. Yeah. But it, it was it was sloppy. It was really it was careless, needless, pointless, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, it's not the first time they've given away penalties like that. Isaiah Osborne gave one away earlier in the season as well. But, yeah, shame.
0: Shame, indeed. Uh, one hot, and we did touch on it very slightly. Cookies back.
1: Cookies back, yeah. Cookies
0: back, and it's against his favourite opponents.
1: Yeah. Sunderland. The boy of Newcastle fan who would like, oh, my God. He'd probably... I reckon if you asked Cook, would you give every penny in your bank balance... To score the winner on Saturday. Oh, how I much don't, is he earning? I don't think he'd think twice about it. I think he would just hand over all his cash straight away. You he'd reckon? probably give you his house. Like he, like he lives. I've said it before. He lives and breathes for playing football. He just he is going to have hated this spell on the sidelines. Mm. Uh, he, he's not going to be someone who can just sit in the stands and watch. No. He's going to be like angry, um, angry, angry, angry. He's not playing. My God, he the, the, he loves scoring goals. He loves, loves scoring goals and he hates Sunderland. He absolutely hates it. With him. a passion. With a passion. Um, I just think, right, I mean, if he was, I mean, it was, her, it was a fairy tale when he scored against them earlier in the season. But if he could score on Saturday on his return, oh. I mean, he'd give it large as well. He would proper go to the Sunderland fan. He'd be giving He'd them, be going right. He'd be probably the shush, do a whole it? lap. And just giving him, yeah, and he would love it and that would really rile them. Adebayor. Yeah, Adebayor. (laughs) Yeah, he would do that. It would be like, it would be amazing to see. Absolutely amazing. Yeah,
0: Um, fingers crossed he can go goal.
1: Oh, fingers crossed. Yeah, it'd be like, ah, just, it'd be brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Uh,
0: The second knot, the horror run you touched on, um, they've still got obviously Sunderland, Barnsley. As you said, I don't think Donny's as, as tough a game as those two. Yeah. But. They were so close to getting a point against Portsmouth, and I said before, if you could get like a point or two out of this run, I think you'd probably take it.
1: Is that included Doncaster? Yeah.
0: I was just going to go from the three games.
1: Oh, from the three. Yeah. You take one point from the three, would you?
0: One or two. One or
1: two. I think you take two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You take two. I'd be more, yeah. I mean, we've obviously lost to Portsmouth now, but yeah, I'd be delighted with two draws in the next game, next mm. two games. Um, look they can go and win them they've beaten they drew at Barnsley and they've already beaten Sunderland at the stadium like this season they love a big team don't they they love a big team yeah um, so but yeah I mean I would take two defeats if it meant that after those two games we also won in the bottom four I couldn't care less about the results as ridiculous mm. as it sounds I just want to be out of the bottom four before those games and, yeah. I, won the com- and I, I don't want them to have to deal with that knock and I, I genuinely believe they've got enough quality, enough spirit and enough character to then get out of it. I just don't want them, I just don't want them to drop in that bottom four.
0: Mm, uh, the final knot. Um, your choice of clothing. Oh, no. Mine?
1: You were freezing cold. Worky he? He was, work, was freezing. I oh, was well, very cold. He was. I mean, we got there quite early and I didn't say anything to him, but like his teeth were chattering at one stage. Mm-hmm. He were, he had the right shakes I on. going for a
2: few hot drinks
1: he had to go in and have a little warm by the radiator <laughs> and when i say a little warm he was probably in there for about an hour
0: oh <laughs>
2: he well, didn't
1: know what had hit i did him thought, thought he uh, was struggling uh, he was struggling
0: i mean i was struggling and i had a pair of gloves on then you asked me if you could borrow a pair of gloves because Norm- you did lend me some before i have lent you gloves before but joe come on you must have known it was gonna be like. No, cold no well, it's
1: got a bit warmer hasn't it it's got a bit warmer. It was
0: that fake, that fake spring, weren't it? it, where it was like 15 degrees in yeah, February.
1: Yeah, and everything was all right. And then I was like, because I, yeah, and then it got, it's got cold again. Yeah. But I'm going to wrap up for Sunderland.
0: It snowed on Sunday. Did it? I was at the Blues Villa game. We're off topic, but I was at the Blues Villa. When I left, it was snowing.
1: When you left at like midnight because Jack Grealish, what up and Jack Oh, Grealish?
0: don't get me started on that weekend
1: we need to tell people about your weekend right my
0: weekend I had the, I had the toughest weekend in sports journalism history well, which not, is a massive is overstatement not, yeah yeah but, um,
1: my weekend's always tougher but
0: oh do me a favour anyway I had um, I was at West Brom <laughs> and they were playing bottom of the table Ipswich on the Saturday yeah. and I thought oh okay this would be a fairly standard West Brom win of course they drew the game but I was like fair enough you know, they drew the game Ipswich are actually alright um, everyone actually, left
1: didn't they but you were still everyone there left. you and one other person me,
0: me and Richard Curtis from the Sun yeah
1: his name's John Curtis John Curtis sorry yeah. John Curtis sorry yeah. I keep, keep mixing up his name with Richard and John I
0: don't know why yeah. both biblical names that's why <laughs> anyway um, so we were both there yeah, rumours start circling that Darren Moore's job is, is, is in the balance.
1: What actually happened? That's not true, is it?
0: TalkSport reported that he yeah. was on the brink of so getting sacked. So
1: you're in the building and you didn't know that Darren no Moore one sacked. No one knew. No um, one knew. I heard f- it on TalkSport like the rest of the country. Yeah, yeah, anyway. Even though you were actually physically at the Hawthorne's.
0: Do me a favour, mate. I'm, I'm, not the, I'm not the West Brom well, reporter. Well, he'd left,
1: hadn't he? Matt left. Wilson had left.
0: He'd left. That's how sure he was that Moore was in the job. No one saw it coming. No, no one no one i don't think i don't think anyone saw it coming yeah but anyway it got reported i rung matt wilson matt wilson rings me back and says they're about to issue a statement statement oh no more's gone for those who don't know that means i've got to do all all this, all the for, for matt it's a bit of a nightmare because all of it's his qu- all of his he actually does all them. of his quotes are now dead yeah. basically we'll he's say. got he's got no quotes which will, which he can carry for the rest of the week because they're all more quotes Um, On top of that, I have to then do a story on more getting sacked. I have to then do polls about who they want as an ex-manager. I have to do a bookies piece saying who is the the favourite for the job. I have to do a video on my own. From the Hawthorns. Not on
1: your
0: own. <laughs> on my own. You remember them used to sixty second updates for yeah, those they, listeners they were rubbish, who were who were here here back in the day when we were doing sixty second daily updates on each club. Um, we used to do solo video updates where you'd have to talk to a camera by yourself about a club and the stories in the paper that day. It's not very it's not very often we do them nowadays. No,
1: they're dreadful.
0: <laughs> they, they weren't great, but I had to do one of them from the Hawthorns. I've I watched it. Did you? Yeah. Was actually it good? watched it. Did you fun. enjoy it? Yeah, yeah. That was yeah, good, yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a fair couple thousand people watched yeah, that, you yeah, know. Yeah. I, was quite, I was quite surprised. Anyway, so I had to do that. I didn't get out of the Hawthorns till nearly 10 o'clock. Normally, I'm out by half seven. 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock. Right, so the next day, I'm down for Blues Villa, right? And I'm thinking, okay, I know it's the second City Derby, but it's a it's a midday kickoff. Yeah. I should be done and dusted, 3, 3.30, because there's a wall's going later, which Nathan was handling, so I can just pass all the extra stuff on to him. Nine minutes in, what happens?
1: Yeah, a Grealish a runs on by an absolute tool.
0: Yeah, some idiot runs onto the pitch, thumps Jack Grealish, knocks into the floor and straight... It was one of them things that happens in slow motion. You ever been in a car accident?
1: No, I haven't, thankfully. I've, I've
0: been in a minor bump and it happened then. I can't imagine what it's like being in a high-speed one. Everything's slowed down. I saw him running and I was like, don't do it. Please don't do it. No. <laughs> He's running. He makes us a beeline toward Grealish. I'm like, please, just run past him. I don't need this. And he, he goes and does it. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. And I had to be, I had to be somewhere at um, four o'clock. I love,
1: I love that you're a Villa fan. Jack Grealish is your main man. Well, you're only man, really, aren't you? You really are a one-man team. Wow. And then your first thought was, oh, no, I've got to be somewhere at, like, six o'clock.
0: At four o'clock?
1: <gasps> four o'clock.
0: No, five o'clock I had to be somewhere. Wait. <laughs> five o'clock I had to be there. Anyway... And obviously I wanted Villa to win but I'm covering the game I'm being impartial yeah.
1: but uh,
0: Never impartial. I, I try to be anyway I couldn't believe it so I was there I was there until
1: hours after
0: hours hours hours, hours. going through every statement I think everyone issued a statement
1: there was a th- lot of statements I th-
0: actually I think, I think the British Basketball League issued a statement there was on a it. lot
1: of statements there, <laughs> there was an EFL
0: statement FA statement statement from Blues statement from Villa
1: Grealish interviews Which are like a statement
0: Yeah I'd kind of heard around Talking about it
1: Oh yeah Because everyone was talking about, Yeah yeah
0: And then There was another steward who had, a, who had a go at him as well You remember that Oh
1: yeah yeah He's been <laughs> sacked Hasn't he
0: oh, I don't know I don't know exactly What's happened to him right. I, I know they were Reviewing him Right um, But oh It was mental It was such a long weekend
1: Anyway That's a, that's a day in a life Two days in the life Of Luke Hatford. We should
0: do a day in the life We should do a day in the life Of a reporter
1: Drink
2: Yeah
0: that'd be good Yeah On yeah. a Saturday Deadline day Ooh.
1: Deadline day yeah
0: That would be good, good. Anyway so where, where were we Where
1: were we I don't know if properly Gone off track We have right? gone or off track We've gone up for about
0: 5-6 minutes lot, massively gone Of Other football clubs Anyway um, The last hot I had Was 7 points from 4 games Joe It's not bad Considering the position Walsh are in 12th
1: in the form table You know 12th in the form table Decent yeah, yeah. Um, It was 7 from 9 Wasn't it Yeah, it Um, was. Eight from 12. Eight eight from 12. Yeah, that would have been lovely, wouldn't it? That Uh, wouldn't have been bad at all. um, Especially when Portsmouth were one of those teams. But yeah, good form. Good. Look, they're playing well. They are playing well. In that five-game winless run. Well, five-game losing run, sorry. Not just winless. Five-game losing run. There were some shockers. Most notably, AFC Wimbledon at home, where Keats almost brings it up on a weekly basis. He's so hurt by that performance, I think. He was just so disappointed. I, mm. mean. I think he called it farcical, um, which is probably fair. Um, yeah, so there, there's been times when you've been worried for them, times when they have been playing wow. Well. If they carry on, the way they're playing at the minute, they're a match for anyone. Absolute match for anyone in League One. Sunderland and Barnsley, roll your eyes because, look, that is tough. I mean, that is really, really, really tough.
0: Imagine if they get like four points, though.
1: Oh, if I get four points, they'll be heroic. Um, but yeah, but after that, that's why I don't fear anyone else. I really don't fear anyone else. Lute and Bar- For me, Luton-Barnsley and, and Sunderland are the three best teams in the division. Sunderland, their budget, they should absolutely be spanking it.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, so, yes, yeah, so that's why it's, it's such a shame, really, these games are now. But get through them. Get through them, survive, keep the belief, and then Wilson will be okay.
0: Fingers crossed. Right, plenty of questions. Let's get on to questions, shall we, Joe, before before we have some real fun with some segments. Um, the first one comes from Nick Pritchard. Nick Pritchard? Yeah. Are you aware of any contract negotiations taking place with the current squad? At the Fans Forum, Stephen Gamble suggested that Andy Cook would be offered a new contract.
1: Not aware of any contract talks. Um, uh, other than, I think things have gone a little bit quiet while they wait to see what division they're in.
0: I imagine you won't have very many players willing to commit a future to a club where they don't know what league they're going to be in.
1: Yeah, I think they're not going to know what league they're going to be in. I think Wolves will, will want to assess things if they go down. I think Keats has maybe got question marks over players himself. Mm. I think there was players at the start of the season who he really didn't want. I think those players won him over. Um, and he probably thought, oh, actually, one or two I might keep. I think then probably they, he lost them, they lost him again. I think he he lost everyone. um, And I think now he might be thinking maybe one or two he would like to keep. So I think there's a lot of question marks over a lot of things. I think they would, uh, my guess is they want to see what division they're going to be in. Um, That said, there are certain players who I think they should just crack on with and give deals to. Johnny G. Uh, Well, no, the one actually is Liam Kinsella. Oh, right, yeah. um, who um, my understanding is very much wants to stay um, would probably sign a ten-year deal if it was on offer and it was I don't know it was fair in terms of I'm being silly but he would definitely he definitely wants to stay he's not on a great deal of money. Look, he's a very, very, very good legal midfield. I think he'd probably stay if also went down. So, proper him, worker as well. Proper worker. He's getting better and better. Fans love him. What more can you want than Liam Kinsella? You just want a team of 11 Liam Kinsella. So, for me, everyone else, look, it's going to be an issue. All the other players that are out of contract, there's question marks over. For me, Kinsella, crack on. Because yeah. um, he deserves a deal. And, well, it's just madness. Give him a deal.
0: Didn't Newcastle give Alan Pardew a seven-year deal? Or eight-year deal? Yeah, they
1: did, yeah. Um, so it was feasible. it They had like, add, years, like break it? clauses, didn't they? They're all jokes, those manager contracts, because they all have break clauses. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they did give, it, give him that, yeah.
0: Kev YGA asks, you were confident of staying up a few months ago. How confident are you now that we will survive? Use your head, not your heart, Joe.
1: Okay, so... This is kind of talking about what I was touching on earlier. For me, there's no longer the question, are Walsall good enough to stay up? I don't think that's an issue anymore. I think they are good enough to stay up. I think think there's nothing between 12th and 24th. So I think, are they in a batch of teams good enough to finish above the bottom four? Yes. My only question is, are they mentally strong enough to regain their form if the next two or three games don't go very well? Mm. That's my only question now. And I think they are. I think they've learned. I just like momentum in football scares me. And it's because of the runs we've been on this season. Like at the start of the season, we didn't look like we were ever going to lose. Then there was that spell where we didn't look like we were ever going to win. And I've said it a million times before when you're winning games, it becomes easier to win them. When you lose them, it just snowballs. And suddenly you're just losing every week. Mm. It's all about mentality for me, all about mentality. so just, my dream scenario is get a, get a draw, draw the next two games, which would be cracking results. I mean, if we can win one of them, oh my God, amazing. Yeah. But if we've got draws in them, that keeps everything going, doesn't it? It keeps that momentum, it keeps that belief, it probably keeps them out of the bottom four. Keeps you ticking over. Keeps you ticking over. Everything's heading in the right direction, really. Including the Portsmouth game, that was really unlucky. I, like, I think you could tell afterwards, the players, they hadn't been affected by that. They were still very pleased with the way they played. So... My question is, are they, for me, it's: are, will they be mentally tough enough if they do struggle in the next couple? I believe they will be, but mm. I'm worried about it. I'm genuinely worried about it. A
0: little bit worried myself, mate. Greg Oxley, are you confident Dean Keats will be in charge next season regardless of the league we're in?
1: Um, not regardless of the league, No.
0: If they're in League One. He's still
1: in League One, hundred percent. He stays, yeah, absolutely stays, and he's got and like, and he absolutely should stay. It's, it's a long term project. Um, look, we might finish twelve. We might finish like, oh, yeah. and that would be progress. And I, 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 all oh, I've said it so many times. I truly believe in Dean Keats. Um, I truly believe he's a good manager. I think he's gonna. I really think he's got a big future. Um, and look, hasn't gone to plan this season, but it's a massive learning curve for him. It's a learning curve for everyone. Um, yeah, he'll absolutely be there. I think if we went, if if we did go down, um, I don't know then. I don't know then. Mm. I think they might decide to go in a different direction because they will not be happy to board if they go down.
0: Certainly won't be.
1: Um, but I don't know. But yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm very, I'm I'm very confident Dean Keats will be manager for the long term.
0: Nick Average asks. If Ipswich get relegated and Walsall stay up, will you be purchasing a half-and-half half scarf to mark the occasion when the two teams meet? I can't stand half-and-half half scarves.
1: Well, I don't don't like half-and-half half scarves, but I think this will be the one occasion where I probably would get a half-and-half half scarf. Get out. But they wouldn't, they're not going to make them, are they? Let's be honest. <laughs> Ipswich-Walsall scarves. But I would like one of them because it is my team's. Do you know oh,
0: what? Oh, mate.
1: I actually think about this a lot. Like, I wonder what I'm going to do. Like because like, i get very excited on twitter don't know when we score and when i say we i mean walsall yeah so like i go mad and i'm like press box. you're not supposed to celebrate in a press box but i kind of do
0: yeah you got told off once before. yeah
1: i've been told off. like yeah but like so like am i gonna go mad if walsall score at ipswich on twitter probably gonna have to but it will be oh. strange feeling it will. I do generally think about this a lot. When I'm driving around, sometimes I'm thinking, "What am I going to be like when I'm at Ipswich? What, but covering Warsaw? And like, I'll still want Warsaw to win because I, You're, I'm so embedded in that. I love, like, I love them. Yeah. And like, if, like, if if Keats is in charge, I want Keats to do well. So I want him to win the game. If George Dobson scores the winner, I'll be buzzing for George Dobson to score the winner. But it's going to be weird.
0: What would you prefer, Joe? Ipswich to pull off the Miraculous Great Escape
1: what this season yeah yeah
0: but Walsall go down
1: no I'm not having that
0: or Ipswich go down and Walsall stay up
1: no I'll have it well, well I'll have Ipswich go down and Walsall stay up
0: see you're a bigger Walsall fan than you are Ipswich
1: we've had these questions before but yeah but yeah I'm like proper Walsall now but like I can't ditch Ipswich they were like from like age Your of like, boyhood clone, yeah right? yeah so like they've been with me a hell of a long way um I've only been with Warsaw for four years, three and a half. Ah, uh,
0: what's my... the biggest you've celebrated in a game? I'm just curious out of, out of curiosity at Warsaw.
1: Uh, Dobson's winner, probably Northampton. Bristol Rovers this season away when Morris scored the last kick of the game. Me and a lad called Tom Heslop, who works in the media team, we did get a bit mad. Oh, did you? Um,
0: Jump out your seats, did you?
1: Yeah, and I was like, we were like basically in with Bristol Rovers fans. They were not happy. Yeah. Um, we did go a bit mad then. Um, I don't know, I've had some... There have been times when I've gone a bit wild. You
0: can have a close call, can't you? That happened to me going back to Villa Blues when Grealish scored. I I gave a double fist pump. But I don't know if you've ever been at the press seats at St Andrews. You're surrounded by Blues fans. Oh, that's right, yeah, yeah. And I looked across and there were a fair few giving me some daggers. Yeah, that's and not... And yeah. I thought, oh, they could climb over this. I mean, you are not really got any much protection. They can hop straight over them little barriers. Yeah. So I thought, oh, I probably shouldn't have done that, but I think they understood. I think there were some fairly understanding home fans, to be fair to them.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, yeah. If you don't, yeah, anything can happen. could can that.
0: Yeah, I, I'm, I let out a noise, which is something you only really let out when you're a fan. When when Grealish scored that volley, by the way, against Derby. which oh, what a By game. the way, the work experience that supports Derby.
1: Everyone's got to appreciate that goal, though, hasn't he? Yeah, that was cool, though. But, I
2: mean, Mason Bennett's goal overshadowed that. that overhead kick he scored on the Tuesday after.
1: He never meant oh, that, that, was, though, that, did Oh, that it? was a luck, that one. He wasn't try, it. man. <laughs> never seen a goal like that, yeah. to be fair.
2: Was, no, he took it with his
1: left foot. It was mental. Yeah. But yeah, good. Oh, yeah, that British goal was nice.
0: Still gives me goosebumps now. Um. Okay, Um. next one, next one. Uh, Dan Betts, who, who do you think is Walsall's most important player?
1: Oh, that's a good question. Most he's,
0: he's given an answer, but I'm not going to give you the idea of what he said. I'm not going to bail you out by giving you his answer.
1: Uh, my, for me, the most important player is Andy Cook.
0: Liam Kinsella, says Dan.
1: Uh, he's a very, very good player. The only thing I'd say with Liam Kinsella is why he probably isn't the most important. And this is not in, in no disrespect to him, but we're very strong in central midfield. Mm-hmm. So,
0: like, if Kin- Kinsella goes down, you've got a replacement. When Cook goes down, suppose yeah. you've got Josh Gordon. Yeah. But he's not the same type of player, is he?
1: No, he's not the same type of player. And Cook has got 16 goals this season. And I thoroughly yeah. back him to get 20. Um, so, yeah, I mean, like, if Kinsella... Go- Look, Kinsella is pretty much man the match every week at the minute. And he has been for about three months. Um, I can completely understand why he's saying that. But... If he was injured, we would have Isaiah Osborne, Joe Edwards and Dobson in there. I mean, I think Isaiah Osborne has done well recently. He's not played in the last couple of games, but I mean, he's had some pretty impressive display. I mean, that is strength and depth, that is, in in central midfield. Joe Edwards is, we all know Joe how good Joe Edwards is. So, yeah, that, I think Cook is just a little bit... His integrity is crucial, isn't they, really? Yeah. Cookies yeah. goals. I mean, where would we be without Cookies goals?
0: Oh, I dread to think.
1: Um. So, for me, yeah, it's Cook.
0: All right, Rob Harvey. Since reporting on Warsaw, what has been your best and worst experience in following us? Doesn't have to be the result. It can be the whole experience, etc.
1: Best and worst experience? Uh,
0: don't reel out the old Bradford story again. Oh no! know. I'm, that was a terrible experience. I'll tell you what the field, worst but...
1: experience was. Was the playoff first leg defeat against Barnsley
0: oh yeah that was grim and
1: it was bad because it sounds really weird but you when you get to the business end of the season to use that cliche you're sort of counting down the games so like I'm sort of counting them down I don't know why I've started at like 9 didn't really start at 10
0: once you get single figures I think it's, it's doable
1: so you're like, right, it's nine games to go, it's eight games to go, seven games to go, Easter weekend, quick two quick games, like five games to go. But like, when, you're, when there's no end to the season, there was no, there was no end to the season. Because like, we were, in, we were right in the race for Automatic on the very final day. Mm. So we went to Port Vale, like, not knowing if that was the end of the season. And then it wasn't the end, because you then went into the playoffs. Mm. But then we got taunt. In that first leg, and I can remember just sitting there thinking, like, well, that's that then, isn't it? Like,
0: you've got a game coming up, but it's essentially like a dead rubber. It's a dead
1: rubber. We're in, not going to England,
0: do... Belgium, all over again, isn't
1: It was like painful. It was just I can remember just sitting there at Oakwell. We got ripped to shreds. Sam Winnall tore us apart. Adam Hamill tore us apart. They did it in such. They, I think, they won three 0 and they did it in such a way that they were not. It was not. We were never coming back from it never in a million years we're coming back for it and it was just like what a journey like we've battered teams all year really we played the best football in the division like Burton I mean come on we were better than them and they finished second like Sawyers was ripping it up Rico Henry was tearing it up Manton was banging goals in Bradshaw guaranteed you 20 goals Dean Smith left all that we had the O'Driscoll stuff Whitney Mm -hmm. came in and salvaged it like we've been through so much And it just ended with a 3-0 defeat at Oakwood. It was... Can't even use the words on there.
0: Second leg, was it
1: 0-0? No, 3-1 I think. 3-1. They beat us 3-1. Yeah, so it was like 6-1 on aggregate. 6-1 on aggregate. Got spanked. Oh. And it was so annoying. It was so annoying. Because they always say a league table doesn't lie, but... It does, because like, Walsall were better than Burton that year. It annoyed the hell out of me. i
0: tell you what, if uh, Walsall <laughs> finished 12th this year, the, the league table was lying a little well, bit. So we,
1: ever finish 12th, we were totally saying this the other day, actually. Like, someone is going to finish 12th this year, and the record books are going to... People are going to look back and it's going to be like, oh, they've had an alright season. No, they were dreadful, like everybody else. Mm. They've just managed to get one more point and finish 12th. <laughs> like, they've still been in the mix. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was definitely, definitely my lowest point. Best, best, um, best point. I don't know what the best point was. Like the, the Northampton game was obviously amazing. Um, like it's kind of like little wins along the way. Like I think like when
0: when you pull out a result you're just not expected to get.
1: I think when O'Driscoll left, for this, and Whitney took it over. For the, on permanent, i think when smith left whitney took over and got a win at shrewsbury that mm. was a good moment like i can remember the fans and the players all really together at the end of the game they all went over i think we went one nil down laukovic scored i think downing scored maybe cook as well and like it was like a big like everyone was together and i was like really pleased for whitney mm. and then when i Driscoll left i was really pleased for whitney again when he won his next game after like they were nice moments um they were good moments, yeah. I, yeah, I don't know, what best moments. Brentford was pretty good when we beat them in the FA Cup after Smith had just gone. Yeah. That was pretty sweet. Um, There's been loads of good moments, but not for a while.
0: Not for a while. Right, thanks for all the questions, guys. Keep them coming in. Um, sorry if we didn't get round to any, but we've got a couple good segments now, which I'm sure you'll enjoy. And the first one, Joe. This is, this is Joe's baby. This is the segment. Okay. Came over to me this morning and said, Luke, can we make this a cheerful podcast? I'm like, they're always cheerful. Okay. Get- like, let's make it more cheerful. So we've come up with a couple of segments in relation to the Saddlers' opponents this weekend, the Mackums. How yeah. we're?
1: How we? How we're How we like? I can't do it.
0: Yeah, I'm struggling. How we? Anyway, the first game is Luke's Price is Right, not Bruce's, it's my Price is Right. I like it. Right, so this is the idea, right? I have looked up the wages that Sunderland's players have been on according to sillyseason.com.
1: Sillyseason.com? That sounds a good website. They've listed
0: listed the players' wages. I've got six players' wages, right? And it's pretty simple. I'm going to give you a player, and then you have to say it's higher or lower than the previous players' wages per week. So famously, how much was Jack Rodwell on? He was on 70 grand a week. 70k a week. In League One.
1: Yeah, and he never played, there. he? never played? Yeah. Did you watch
0: did you watch your Netflix documentary, by the way?
1: No, I haven't watched it. No. Oh,
0: absolutely stunning. You should watch it. Yeah, it's, it's good to be fair. Unbelievable. Is it good? Yeah. Unbelievable. It's better than the Man City one by a million miles. I, got bit,
1: I have to admit, I got a bit bored with the Man City one. You
0: know what it is? Because they keep
1: winning every bloody week. Pep. I love Pep. I love mean, Pep. I'm obsessed with Pep Guardiola. I think he's the greatest. But... The
0: bloody kit man was more
1: interesting. Yeah, me? yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. I, it.
2: I spoke to what I spoke to uh, Simon Grayson about it, and he was saying like how it was such a disturbance throughout the season. He felt
0: mm. name drop from the working. Name drop, like... Yeah,
1: I know. Oh, me and Simon Grayson. Oh, la, 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 la. quick call yeah, yeah. on the <laughs> blower <laughs> Made him feel awkward. <laughs> anyway,
0: um Jack Rodwell was famously on seventy grand a week. Joe Massey.
1: Well, it's got to be much lower, much isn't it?
0: Was Donald Lovon. A Week lower,
1: he was, was he a
2: striker, no, right back, right back, wasn't he? That United
1: Youngsters brought him through. Uh, well, he's got to be on less than 70 grand a week, isn't he? Lower, lower, yeah, lower is right, 10 grand a week,
0: oh, I was
1: gonna say 10 grand a week. Grand a week. <laughs> Lyndon Gooch, he's there now, he is yeah. there now. Irish, is he Irish? Signed, I think, relatively recently. I think he'll be on less. No, he came
2: from the academy, I think he'll be on less. He's from okay. America he is American. Yeah. He is
1: American, that's right. Not Irish, he is American.
0: So you're going... Less. Higher. Lower. How way are you are right?
1: You going to tell us what he's on?
0: Five grand a week.
1: Is he on five grand a week? Five grand a week.
0: According to cityseason.com. Duncan Whatmore. Uh,
1: he's, does he, he's, he's still injured, isn't he? Is he still injured?
0: I mean, I've not looked up whether these guys are fit and playing, mate.
1: No, oh, he's on more than five grand a week.
0: How weigh, Twenty grand a week. Brian (laughs) Brian Oviedo.
1: Oh yeah, he's on 30 grand a week. He's on more. Higher.
0: He's not on 30 grand a week. But Hawaii, 25 grand a week. Lee Catamol.
1: Oh.
0: Higher or lower than Brian Oviedo?
1: The thing is, a lot has been made about Brian Oviedo's wages. But Catamol has been there an awful long time. I am going to say he's on Higher. Higher? Yeah. How we
0: 40 grand a week. So we're right, got them all right so far. Got one more? Yeah. For the clean sweep, Aidan McGeady.
1: See, that's really tough. I thought Aiden McGeady was on 40 grand a week. I'd go less. <laughs> go less? Yeah, I don't want to sway your opinion. But...
2: The, the,
0: the main man, Aidan McGeady.
1: But I think it...
0: Formerly I, of Everton.
1: Yeah, I'll go less.
0: How way? 31 grand a week. he was
1: on 30 grand a week.
0: 31 grand a week. Look at that clean sweep. If you're playing along at home and you did a clean sweep as well, then congratulations to you.
1: So, all, I mean, that is ridiculous.
0: How many, do you reckon, how many, What's who's the highest pay, paid player, do you reckon, in this Warsaw squad? Do you um, reckon?
1: Probably, doo, 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 doo. either Zelly or Cookie, I would imagine.
0: And, do you reckon he ma- they match any of them?
1: Match them? No. <laughs> they Walsall's top earner will be on half of what Lyndon Gooch is on.
0: Two and a half K a week? Yeah. Oh, dear. That's shocking, that is. <laughs> that is
1: shocking. Yeah, yeah, shocking,
0: yeah. Uh, I mean, parachute payments be damned. Jeez. Right, we've got another one. Another another Mackhams-based quiz. And this one is going to require you to put an accent on. Oh, okay. I'm going to attempt it as well, but I've got common phrases used in Sunderland, and you are going to have to repeat them and then give me a translation. Okay. So,
1: <laughs> if on. I was
0: to say, "It's canny cold," I don't what know. The like, hell was that? Is, that? is that Irish? It's it's canny cold. I I don't even Hang know on. how it's pronounced. Dunton
1: Dunton. It's canny it's cold. Canny cold. <laughs> Duncan, I have to say Duncan before I start any jolly accent. I'm blind, Dick. I'm blind. Duncan, I'm blind. Duncan, it's canny cold. Does that mean it's, it's cold?
0: It's absolutely freezing, correct. <laughs> That's what it means. Duncan.
1: Right. Duncan. Duncan. It's just a saying, way to get just started. saying Duncan gets you started. Duncan. Ganraj. You've got to start by saying Duncan. <laughs> Ganraj. <coughs> what? Gunraj. Ganraj. Ganraj. Duncan Gunrange. Um Sounds like going home or something. Somewhat annoyed. <laughs> what? Where have, found these? Where have
0: you found these? This is this is from the. Um, <laughs> <laughs> from what? The Sunderland. Oh, I can't remember the name of the website. Do you know, Sunderland's like um, version of the Birmingham Mail. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember It's one. obviously not. I don't know
1: why there's a it newspaper. Is it, is it the echo? No, no,
0: this was like 19 phrases that you need to learn if you're going to study at the University of Sunderland. Oh, right. I did and apply was... to
1: go there, actually. That was one of my on my list.
0: Oh, well, you should have learned these phrases.
1: <laughs> yeah, I went to Preston, didn't I, but yeah.
0: Yeah, but um, so it is actually from a reputable website. It's, it's basically the Express and Star, but in Sunderland territory. All right. So, yeah. Dunton. <laughs> <laughs> Araji Araji. What is a ragi? Hurry up. No, it's a violent or aggressive person worth steering clear from. A Raji. Stotty. Duncan. Duncan Stotty.
1: Stotty. Um, it's a
0: type of food, I'll give you that. Stotty? Stotty. S T O T T I E.
1: Sausage sandwich. It's a big white bun. <laughs> 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 right. Like a what a bat. I wish Cook was the only good. Answer. I wonder if he'd know that. Oh, this would be brilliant
0: with Cookie. We could yeah. get him for a video piece. Oh, this would be bloody brilliant. Um,
1: dinner. 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 Is it like dinner? Don't know. Mm,
0: you're close. It's don't. As in, I don't think I'm going home. So you'd say I dinner think I'm going home. Yeah. Climbing. Clamming, you could use it in a phrase. I'm clamming for me, bit.
2: <laughs> what? what
0: bait is another one coming up. <laughs> I'm clamming for me, bit.
1: I like, like, I want, I want, yeah, really wanting, yeah.
0: Okay, bit, bait, bait, spelt bait, but bit, duncan,
1: Um. <laughs> food yes food so why am i getting these there must be some logic to them i don't yeah, know i think I'll...
0: bait because bait is like food for like fish you catch fish with food, yeah then. of course, so yeah. you think about it that
1: way yeah, yeah. piat piat
0: as in our lass has a beautiful piat
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's clean it's completely clean he's gone here. Joe Massey's gone
2: I've gone I have gone <laughs> come on mate
0: we have got the listening public here they want their Warsaw knowledge I've got no
1: idea mate face face <laughs> ket oh my god I'm crying ket yeah, was ket. Ket. ket where's it going where are you taking this it's a family newspaper completely clean mate completely clean what's the put it in a sentence
0: as in get the ket in <laughs> Completely clean.
1: Get the kitten. Yeah. <laughs> you have to edit this.
0: We won't edit this. Not one bit. I'm oh not oh my god! Things.
1: Actually gone.
0: Do you want to know what it is?
1: Uh,
0: tea. Sweets. Sweets.
1: <laughs> this one. This game, man. Claggy. Ah oh dear.
0: As in the humidity can make it a bit claggy.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Sticky. You know when it's sticky, sticky, yeah. sticky hot. Yeah, clammy. Clammy, just like that. Oh, God. This one's a good one.
2: We're we still going.
0: We've got, th- we've got three more after this. Okay. Clarty. Clarty? Clarty. It is proper clarty. Warm. Muddy.
1: Uh, that's what I meant by foggy, muddy, yeah. What? Muggy. Muggy, sorry. Is
0: no, that... muddy. Oh, muddy. Muddy. As in you go to a festival, you get proper clarty.
1: Okay. You sound like... I don't know how it's gone through. I'm not I'm
0: not an actor, man, all right. <laughs> Gowie. Gowie? Yeah, as like, in...
1: Like Howie, but Gowie.
0: Kind of, not not spelt the it's not Howie, it's Gowie. So, as in you were like, right, pass me a Gowie.
1: Duncan. Duncan.
0: pass a Gowie. A fork. Chewing gum. Oh, um,
1: I thought they called that. You remember Chudder? Chudder, chudder, chudder. Yeah, that's yeah. I think
0: that's a Midlands thing, is that? You ever heard chudder. of Chudder before?
1: Chuddy. Chuddy, Chuddy yeah. Oh right, okay. That's what i thought that would have been. Yeah.
0: Clays. Shoes. Clothes. You're close. 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 And finally, spelk. Um. As you were to get a spelk. <laughs>
1: um, a prize? Splinter. Oh, I was going to
0: get that. That was podcast gold, that was. Oh, that I'm going to do so that more funny. often, you know.
1: That's so funny. I'm
0: going to do that more often. Preferably with a good accent next time. Apologies that. to um, Andy Cook if you are listening and we've offended you greatly by <laughs> by that segment. It comes with an over 18
1: warning, this podcast. <laughs> They're all clean? Yeah. All clean?
0: I'm going to use Ket more often. All right, let's talk Sunderland because we're 59 minutes in. Um, oh, funny. Preview the game.
1: Walsall are Sunderland's bogey team, aren't they? They are, hopefully, yeah. Um, ask Keats that, are uh, you their know, bogey team in the day? He said, "He said, I hope so. Um, <clears throat> yeah, they think that. They do actually think that. Well, uh, Sunderland fans do genuinely believe Walsall are their bogey side. Um, I did it, went on a podcast yesterday. I've drifted away from You did that. another podcast. I did another podcast. I, I ditched you. You didn't um, even let me know. I didn't even let you know. I know no, Roca Report is called. It wasn't uh, as good as this one though, right? Oh no, no, they've only got thirty thousand followers. Only got thirty um, thousand. Um, no, oh, yeah, so no. um, but yeah, they uh, they genuinely believe Walsall are their bogey side. They, oh, Sunderland fans, that is what they think. Um, so hopefully, hopefully, the players will be thinking the same. It is amazing that Walsall haven't lost them this season. Three games, drew at home, should have won them both. Um, and yeah. Beat them at the stadium of lights. So yeah, they, hopefully they are the bogey side. Tough ask though, isn't it? Yeah, huge, huge ask. But
0: um, I imagine they go unbeaten <clears throat> against Sunderland North, is it?
1: Yeah, it'd be good on that. That's such yeah. a type. That's such a type of thing. Wolves would do. They went unbeaten against Sheffield United this season one year. Like, i can so like, see them doing that.
0: That's like Huddersfield this year. They've gone unbeaten against Wolves. Yeah, that's they've won f- three games.
1: And two of them are against two Wolves. Two of them against Wolves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's doable, isn't Something it? Something like
0: forty-three percent of their
1: points have come from Wolves. You know, this season. Yeah, that's right, yeah. It's Unbelievable, ridiculous. that is. Yeah.
0: But, I mean, i tell you what, it'd be great for Warsaw to get another result there. Yeah,
1: massive. <laughs> huge, 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 huge point, and if you're all three, but if we can get a draw, I'd be delighted, yeah. You reckon
0: <clears throat> Cookies back in? Walks back in? Cookies back in,
1: yeah. Walks in.
0: Too big a game to leave now, isn't it? He? Yeah. I, he'd probably knock Dean Keats out, to be honest, if he did not him.
1: No, <laughs> that'd be a fight, wouldn't it? Oh, who, you, who would win that scrap? Who knows? It would get dirty, though. It would be? It would be like, they would be...
0: You know, you know that scene <laughs> in Saving Private Ryan? Yeah. And, and they're, they're battling and the, there's that guy on the stairs he's just a bit of a coward doesn't go in like up his One minute.
1: of them would land a punch that would like hit one to the floor and then... It doesn't the ref- end when it's the on the floor referee though. would run in to break them up and then the, whoever was on the floor would just knock out the ref so they could both just carry on, scrapping it.
0: Like, like some WWE? Yeah. it would Just just, just knock out the ref? You but can't, you can't pin like, me then.
1: Yeah. And then they'd just be like, yeah. Neither of them would come out of that well, I don't think. Because neither of them would just give up.
0: No. <clears <clears <throat> I bet Keats is a, a proper scrapper. <laughs> I wouldn't want to mess with Dean Keats. I mean, I've, I've got some height on him, but gee, I, I bet you he's a right scrapper.
1: If, if it was you between you and Keats, I'm backing Keats. Oh, 100%. Rather, yeah, yeah. I'd be betting on
0: him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put my money on him. I'll throw the fight. Um, team lineup, Joe. Give me a predicted lineup. Because uh, uh, you, you're bringing in a player. Who are you dropping? Ferrier.
1: Yeah, dropping Ferrier, yeah. Um,. Oh. Yeah, 4-3-3, obviously Liam Robertson goal, Devlin, uh, Scar, Guthrie, Leahy, uh, Dobson just in front of them, Edwards and Kinsella just in front of them, Ismail on the right, yeah Gordon on the left for me, and Cookie, up front.
0: Right. And a prediction. 1-1. One, 1-1 one. One, one, <coughs> and also going beaten against the Black Cats. Yeah. I'm going... <clears throat> maybe this is just the Macam talk before I'm talking but I, I think they'll win
1: Walsall will win
0: Walsall will win
1: Bolkow is Ball 3-2 I think to win twice at the stadium like this year do you know they haven't lost at home in the league this season Sunderland they're about to the only league one team to beat Sunderland at home this season is Walsall and they're, they're going 18 to win games unbeaten in all competitions so
0: they're due a defeat
1: they are due a defeat you're absolutely right I love that optimism they are due a defeat 3-2 Walsall <laughs> 3-2 also. Cookie
0: with the winner in the 94th minute.
1: If that happens... And like, there's a riot. If, I'm up, if that happens, I'm gone. You're on the pitch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Forget Monday's paper. I'm P45 just...
0: in the post the next day.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Night in the cells. It'd I'd be, take that. Be amazing.
0: I'd take that. Alright, that just about does it.
1: How long have we done? One
0: hour, three minutes. I'm happy with
1: that. I thought we were going to rattle on for ages.
0: I thought so too you know when we got to that segment and uh, you started laughing uncontrollably yeah yeah but, uh, I needed managed... that laugh it was good that that was that's probably the funniest best got beat that I, I've been a part of I, I can't speak for Nathan Judas no, that's
1: podcast, that's ten times funnier.
0: glad you enjoyed it hopefully the listeners did hopefully they're not going to be emailing us with complaints about our slaughter don't and complain the, don't, of don't the accident,
1: complain but yeah <clears>
0: but no um, that just about does it fingers crossed Walsall can get a big result at Sunderland but until next time,
1: up the sides, Up the silence.